And now we turn to Arav Benjamin Tavori for the weekly episode of Gedolei Yisrael, the Gadol, the Great Vav of this week. Arav Tavori. This week we note the yard site of Rebbe Chanan Vasiman, Hashem Yikom Demo, Zecher Tzadik Levercha. Rebbe was born in 1875, grew up as a standard, as was standard practice for young budding Tamni Chachamim, went to learn in, in Tells, and eventually wound up in Brisk to learn by Reb Chaim. One interesting difference between him and many other Gedolim was after he was in Brisk, he went to become a Rosh Hashiva. And he already was known as a fine Tamid Chacham who in, he himself became a Rebbe. And then he left his own yeshiva, the yeshiva which he, in a sense, in essence, he founded, and went to learn by the Chafetz Chaim. I think it's rather unusual for a person who already was a Rosh Yeshiva to leave his yeshiva and enter the kolel or enter the base medrash of someone else. And he went to the Chafetz Chaim to study Kachim, to be in the kolel of Kachim of, of the Chafetz Chaim. The meeting with the Chafetz Chaim apparently affected his entire life. He was very devoted to the Chafetz Chaim. Kemayim apanim al apanim. Apparently the relationship was mutual. The Chafetz Chaim respected Rebbe Chanan very much, not only as a Tamid Chacham, but also as a world leader. Very often the Chafetz Chaim used to ask Rebbe Chanan to come to Radin in order to discuss with him issues which affected the Jewish community, the Jewish public, and he asked Rebbe Chanan for his advice. Rebbe Chanan, after he left Baranav, after he left uh, Radin, eventually wound up in the town of Baranovich, where he founded his yeshiva, where he, he was known as the Rosh Yeshiva of Baranovich. That yeshiva, under the guidance of Rebbe Chanan, became one of the leading yeshivas of Europe. Certain of my rebbe's who were taught in Yeshiva University spent time learning there in Baranovich. One of the great Russian yeshiva of the Yeshiva University who unfortunately passed away at a rather young age was Rav Chanach Hanach Fishman. He learned in Baranovich and he told me that one year he actually learned Bechavrusa with Rebbe Chanan in Baranovich. Rebbe Chanan's Chavrusos and some of his uh, fellows in either in Baranovich as Talmidim or as Chavrusos other places became world famous later on in life. The great Panavish Rav, Rav Kahneman, who founded the entire community of Panavish, was Chavrusa of Rebbe Chanan in Radin, when they both learned at, at the feet of the Chavetz Chaim. The, uh, the Panavish Rav used to talk about the greatness of, Reb, of Rebbe Chanan, and he mentioned a classic story of Rebbe Chanan to show his dedication to learning, his equanimity in the face of all that happened, whether it be good or chas v'shalom, not so good. He told how they were learning a sugya, they were learning the topic to discuss the laws of shechita. 
And in the middle of learning, Rebbe Hanan received a telegram. In the telegram it said that a son had been born to him. He stood up, made a bracha, to hear, on hearing good news. Without saying another word, he sat down and turned to the Panavajarav and said, and if you assume that this law of Shechita is correct, how will we interpret the entire situation? The, the simcha of having a son certainly was great to him. He certainly felt there was appropriate enough to make a bracha, but yet, since he was in the middle of learning, he completely ignored any discussion about the birth of his son, and rather turned to learning immediately. We'll see that the same equanimity that he faced when Baruch Hashem, he was given good news, was the same trait he portrayed later in life when unfortunately the news was not as good. He was known not only for being a Rosh Hashiva, a political leader, but his writing became famous as well. He wrote a number of articles in different Torah journals. Eventually, Svarim were printed of his, the Sefer Kovach Shiurim, the Sefer of his of rather brief notes on various Mesechtos of Shas, is a classic Sefer that's used in almost every yeshiva today. His Sefer on Yuvamos, where he did an interesting bit of almost scientific work when he collected all the Tshuvas Harajba to do with Yavamos and then printed his own Sefer, Kovetz Haaros, on Yavamos, also became a classic, but that classic, of course, was relegated to more to one Masech, to Yavamos. Whereas Kovetz Shiurim is a general Sefer to deal with a number of Masechtos. He showed his hand also at issues dealing not just with pure Halacha, but with the Issues of emuna ubitachon, with with the emuna, what we would call today machshavat Yisrael, and belief and trust in God. These articles were reprinted n- many times. Today we have a sefer called Kovetz Ma'amarim, and we have a sefer called Ikvas Adam Shicha. These books reflect a Rosh Hashiva of the stature of Rebbe Hanan who became one of the leaders of the Aguda and represents pure Aguda theology. He is very strong and determined in his opposition to Tzionut, to Zionism, his opposition to modernity, his opposition to to Limudechol, to secular subjects. In that respect, Rebbe Hanan was a Kanoi, one of the people who were considered zealous in having the world of Torah remain in its pristine Haredi form. The godless of Rebbe Hanan, the greatness of Rebbe Hanan is certainly seen in his Svarim. But there is a certain greatness that was shown specifically at his death in 1941. The story is well documented. There were witnesses who saw the entire situation and Rav Ashri, that famous Rav who lived in the ghetto and wrote Svarim, which today we have printed as Tshuvos of the Holocaust, Mimamakim, 
parts of those Chuvas were already translated into English, and we have various books about responsa written in the in the Holocaust. Rav Ashri recounts the day, the moments of the death of Rebbe Hanan, and he said there how Rebbe Hanan got was in the middle of learning, and they came to arrest him, and it was known that they'd be immediately he and other rabbanim would be put immediately to death. And Rebbe Hanan simply got up without showing any outer emotions, without even turning to his own family specifically. He got up and he gave an ad- address to the community and said, we apparently are very holy and sainted people. HaKadosh Baruch Hu chose us to be sacrifices, to be kabanos. And he admonished the people that since they are kabanos, they have to go in a pure fashion. He pointed out that the halacha is that a karban must have the proper intention. If a person has the intention of pigul, pigul means the wrong intention. Exactly the halachic parameters of pigul are not the issue right now. But if a person would have the improper in- intention for the karban, the karban is invalidated. Therefore, Rebbe Hanan said we should go to our death with the proper kavana, with it with the idea of Kiddush Hashem, to sanctify the name of God, and we know Ki va'esh ata uva'esh ata'atid levnota HaKadosh Baruch Hu destroys and destroyed in the past with fire, but we have a promise that with fire He will rebuild. We have to have bitachon, we have to have trust, belief in the future that HaKadosh Baruch Hu eventually will bring about Gulat Yisrael. I personally had the privilege of meeting one of the children of Rebbe Hanan, Rebbe Simcha Other children, a number of them, were killed along with the other members of the family in the Shoah, in the introduction to Kovetz, Kovetz Shiurim Reb Simcha writes about his family, writes about his father, and almost everything I said today was taken from that introduction. Reb Simcha survived, went to America. Before that, he was a Rosh Hashiva in France, went to America and founded a yeshiva in Detroit, was the head of the yeshiva in Detroit, and then founded a yeshiva in Los Angeles, eventually wound up founding his yeshiva in Eretz Yisrael, which exists to this day. But somehow, the tragedy of the family continued, although Reb Simcha devoted his life to spreading Torah, to spreading his father's Torah, specifically, he worked a great deal in Kiruv. He worked a great deal in bringing back people to Judaism. A classic Rosh Hashiva in one hand, and a person who was involved in a Chiloni community, a non-religious community as it were, in Los Angeles, where I knew him. The tragedy was that Reb Simcha loved children and was not privileged to have any of his own. When he saw my daughter, a little girl, 
at that time, he was really taken with her, and I saw that his love for children would be ex- had to be expressed in one way, but unfortunately he had no children. When Reb Simcha passed away, his wife survived him by a few days. She passed away while she was sitting Shiva for her husband, Reb Simcha Wasserman. In one hand, the tragedy, of course, is that Reb Chanan's family was mostly decimated. His children were killed. Reb Simcha, the survivor and propagator of the Torah of Reb Chanan, he's the one that published the Svam of Reb Chanan. He's the one that worked on continuing the tradition of Reb Chanan, passed away without children. But we know the Pasuk, there's a certain comfort in the fact that HaKadosh Baruch promised us, I will give you something, a name, a reputation that is greater than having children. The Torah, both of Rebbe Chanan and the Torah of Reb Simcha will continue for many, many years. It is already more than 60 years since the tragic death of Rebbe Hanan, and yet in today's yeshivas we still study his Torah. We talk about Rebbe Hanan says, not that Rebbe Hanan said, Rebbe Hanan says, in our mind, in our learning Torah, their memories and their Torah are alive. Rebbe Simcha also had Torah that will survive, but perhaps something more than that. Reb Simcha had many Talmidim in the yeshiva, in various places, in France, in Detroit and Los Angeles, who talk about him almost incessantly. They both respected his erudition, but particularly his warmth and his love for his students. In that respect, their memories will continue forever, even though perhaps direct descendants of Reb Simcha, the descendants of Reb Chanan, as I said, were mostly killed in the Shoah, but nevertheless, they have Yad Vashem, they have a, a memory in this world, and therefore we always conclude, Yehizacham Baruch, their memory should be a blessing for all of us. You've been listening to Harav Binyamin Tavori speaking uh, in honor of the coming outside of Rabbi Hanan Vasiman Hashem Yimkom Damo.